Hello and welcome to another episode of Chamber Chatter. I am Melissa Anderson, the Program Manager for Menominee Area Chamber and Visitor Center. Today, we are talking all things Leadership Menominee. We had just wrapped up another year of Leadership Menominee with the 2022-2023 class. Um, we are now heading into the upcoming year and we want to thank the sponsors of the 2023-2024 class. Chippewa Valley Technical College, Wisconsin Credit Union, and our gold sponsor, Excel Energy. Today, I have three guests with me, um, Katie Whitting from Mayo Clinic Health System, John Grape with Wisconsin Credit Union, and Travis Ida with Trust Point Inc. Welcome, all three of you. I'd like to, you can introduce yourself, kind of what, what year you graduated, um, and what was your favorite part of Leadership Menominee? So whoever wants to go first. Oh, I guess that's me then. All right. Uh, good morning. As Melissa mentioned, my name is Travis Eider with Trustpoint, and I am a fresh, fresh graduate of the 2023 class. Um, my favorite part of the program, probably I would say it's not one in particular, but a culmination of the whole um, project, you know, just to see the businesses and get inside information on, you know, everybody sees a business and they're like, oh, they must be successful and everything that goes into that. But to get the behind the scenes of like where they started, the vision to get to where they are, the struggles and the perseverance to, to continue to, to strive through in their programs. So it's, um, it's a good program and I, I took a lot out of it. Hi, my name is Katie Wittig. I am with Mayo Clinic Health System here at Red Cedar in Menominee. Um, I graduated in 21-22 and I have to agree with Travis. I think the entire program is pretty amazing. Um, it allows you to see just the businesses in Menominee in general, you think you know everything there is to know about all the businesses here, but the ins and outs of the businesses here in Menominee, it's, it's a pretty amazing experience. You get to see the behind the scenes aspect of things. One of the things that I love the most about this program though is um, something kind of off the cuff. I was able to participate in the Youth Career Expo that would have been something I wouldn't have been able to participate in had I not been in Leadership Menominee. And that's an, um, opportunity that's at the high school and it allows the high school kids to go around and see all the different uh, businesses and just see what there is out there for um, career opportunities and amongst that there is a scholarship opportunity that Leadership Menominee provides that you have to be a um, the business has to be a leader has to be part of the Menominee Chamber um, for the student to apply and um, amazingly so, my son was one that was selected to be part of that, and he um, was able to get that scholarship and has been able to utilize that money to um, go on to CVTC. My name is John Grape, and I'm with Wisconsin Credit Union, and with Katie, I graduated in the 21-22 class. Um, really a, a great program. Um, I think the, the biggest thing is you just get to have conversations with other other folks from other other businesses, and you learn so much um, that you just would never think about and 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 see their perspective. Probably the the most interesting for me was the government day, uh, going all the way from you know law, what law enforcement does, uh, what goes behind the scenes at a jail, um, going to the jail. Um, and you know, all the way to the DA's office, and that seeing all the all the struggles and that uh, they have to uh, to get through to try to keep our 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 county and city safe. So um, 
yeah, great program, and you, you just really opens your eyes to what's what's in our community that you drive past every day. That sounds great. Thank you all for sharing what um, your biggest takeaways were so far. Um, but what is uh, Leadership Menominee? Um, so we want to touch base a little about, about that. Um, it is a 10-month program that expands the participant knowledge of the community. They gain connections. They develop as leaders and get exclusive tours of investor businesses. So what does that exactly mean? Um, each month is a different focus and they get tours inside businesses that don't just open their doors to anybody that wants to learn more about them. Um, so let's talk a little bit about each monthly focus and, and kind of what you took away from each month. I know John, you already talked about government and law. So let's start with agriculture. Um, because you're two separate classes, you went to different places. Um, but what has been, you know, your biggest takeaway from agriculture? guess I can start. Um, so we went to um, the kidney being don't oh, I can't Chippewa Valley. Thank you. Um, and uh, although I do have an agricultural background, a lot of it's in, in dairy and, and other things. So even for me, being an ag guy, I, I was surprised of the reach um, and the exportability that 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 business had in our, our local community um, versus, you know, you always think that's somewhere else going on in Chicago or whatever. Um, and just uh, all the things you can do with kidney beans. Like make brownies. Like mm -hmm. make brownies, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, th I think, again, you know, Chippewa Valley Bean is just an amazing uh, business. It's local. They are just regular people that are amazing and stand-up people that uh, really show, showcase what this community is all about. And it's taking care of their own. And it's amazing that they provide the majority of kidney beans around here. And be able to see them store them, you yes. know, and their their big totes was, <laughs> I never thought they'd store them that way. So it's, that was pretty interesting. It's utterly amazing. Yeah. Uh, for the agricultural side, for me, I it was a unique takeaway to see the, the similarities, but also the contrast between maybe a multi-million dollar corporation but also your mom and pop farm, you know, there's similarities that they have to get to, but also the ways that they go about it on different scale is it's pretty tremendous to see. Yeah, I think for me, it, it was actually this past year, we went to uh, learn more a little bit about maple syrup and how the hobby with Wisconsin grants became commercial um, formal business. So that was, that was pretty cool to see the dream become reality for them. Um, how about arts, heritage and tourism? Uh, I think mostly both classes went to the same places, you know, the Mabel Tainter and, um, well, you guys went to Oaklawn Inn, you guys didn't get to. So um, what are things that you learned out of the tourism focus? I think the Mabel Tainter is just amazing. And it's, it's a really gorgeous building that's right here in Menominee. And I think that sometimes people don't realize what all there is to to see here in Menominee and the history and the background in that. And it was really neat to be able to have that opportunity to see that along with, um, we were able to see Stout, I think, along with that as well. Um, and so just just being able to see the, the beautiful art in that building and to be able to appreciate that and to um, really get to see it up close and, and with the lights on, I think is pretty amazing. <laughs> and for me, being a finance guy, it, 
it, it was amazing how much it cost to run that place. And you know, you, sometimes you hear people, why are you such a such, such 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 group asking for money in this? Well, if you start talking to people on how much it, you know to run the place, you go, wow, that's a lot of money. Even though they're taking in a fair amount of money during their ticket sales and so forth, um, it still takes a lot to keep a, a, a great place like that alive. So uh, you learn things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciated hearing the, the story and the history of each of those entities. Um, but the takeaway for me was actually more about the people that were speaking on behalf of those entities. Like you could, you could feel the passion and they were in the right spots and they really cared about the mission of each of their organizations. So that was inspiring to hear. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, business and industry, um, Travis's year got um, mostly able time to sit, um, which was unfortunate. Um, Business and industry is so broad. It, it has its ups and downs in the Menominee area community. And so what are some of your takeaways from that focus? I think, you know, it, it's kind of similar to what we talked about before, but the business and industry side of things that you see a successful business and people can have some semblance of an idea of how it, they become successful, but to hear that story to see them go through the ups and downs and to continue to persevere and work towards being successful, I think the stories are inspiring to hear. Well, and, and I think, you know, just, I believe we were, we were out at one of the, the main, main manufacturers, so that, you know, just the ideas, what they were gonna do for um, future efficiencies and, and, and what robotics may or may not take, uh, hold in their companies and how they look at that was really interesting and how that creates opportunities for the the employees not just to you know they get to learn along the way as they start operating some of those systems so and like we as consumers a lot of those products we're like okay we expect our products to be on the shelves but to see all the steps and processes that have to go into place to make that happen it's pretty impressive yeah all the sorting all the first all the combining that has to come from places and go out and get get on the right truck and all that sort of thing so anything I just think that it's you know business and industry here in Menominee is just is ever expanding and trying to ensure that we are preparing for that and allowing for you know our industry to grow here in Menominee And when we think about education, we think about the school, the structure, but there's so much more to education within the Menominee area um, that actually this year was really broad um, with some back education or learning about more of what education is in the Menominee area. Um, what were some of your takeaways with the education focus? I think we're just so fortunate here in Menominee. Um, you know, we have a great school system not only in our our high school grade school education system but we also have the cvtc and we have our college um, here in our local area um, we have great access to a, a great school system all the way throughout um, our businesses are pretty supportive of our education um, not only in our early education but also in um, sending our our workforce back into our edu ed education workforce. So mm -hmm. I think we're pretty fortunate to have this all right here and, and local. Absolutely. And they, they sure seem to work well together. I mean, they complement each other, they're not competing with each other. Um, 
you know, it, I think the hardest thing for people is actually to get connected somehow so you understand all the options because there is a lot of stuff as far as whether it's jobs or areas that you could go into. Um, and until you kind of dive into the pool, so to speak, you just don't know they're there. And, you know, that's one of the things like the, the tech college, um, the different programs they have is, is really stunning if you're really really looking for something new and interesting, whether you are 20 or 40 or 60, so. Well, I love that the high school works with Wisconsin and they do the bank program mm -hmm. and they create that financial start for the kids and it's there and they have that opportunity right there. Financial literacy is something that can never start too early. Yeah. And I would echo both of John and Katie's comments, collaboration comes to mind, you know, there's. There's so many resources in the community. Everybody's trying to work together to solve problems. Um, and also the proactive thinking that the education platform is going by now. Like the landscape has changed pretty significantly in the last three to five years. And there's a lot of forward thinking how we can solve problems and provide education in a, a new world. Yeah, this year was a, a special, I think. We got inside look while we were at the elementary school into the Boys and Girls Club and the middle school program. Travis, you want to talk a little bit about um, what that meant to Leadership Menominee participants and also Boys and Girls Club? Well, I have to throw myself under the bus and say I actually wasn't able to make that particular day. Oh, you however, that one. <laughs> however, insider information, I did spend about 12 years in the nonprofit world at the Boys and Girls Club previous. Um, and, and like I said before, with the collaboration, like the resources are there and sometimes those individuals um, that need those resources for whatever barrier or reason, they don't get access to them. Um, but to see the, the school system and the community really come together to collaborate to provide those resources and, and get those resources to the people that need them, it's, it's impressive to see. Nice. And John, you touched base a little bit about government law. Um, and usually when we think about that, it's the law enforcement first, then the court system, and then the consequences, right? Um, but there's just way more to that. And we got to learn a little bit more about um, their um, efforts at rehabilitation over just sending them away and forgetting about them, essentially. Um, what were some of your takeaways from government and law? Uh, I think, well, just all the steps. I mean, you know there's a lot happening in that whole system from whatever, being pulled over for a ticket or being cited for something all the way to the final process. But um, when something's really serious, I was struck by how much care that, you know, in the jail, for example, they have to take for um, the, the folks that are there and how much, how many rules and regulations they got to follow to get through their day. And it's, it's no small feat what they got to follow and do and, and obviously uh, treat the, the, in, the inmates correctly. Um, but it also give you a, gave me a real deep sense that, you know, like our, our DA's office and so forth, all the, the cases that they have to go through and the decisions they have to make, because sometimes you see something in the news that um, somebody, this happened and the sentence was this. It could have been less than you think or more than you think and having a little insight to why sometimes things have to happen. And, and, and a lot of it comes down to just manpower and time, it, it seems, in talking with that, our, uh, our DA that day. So. Um, really interesting I think for me it's that um, investment in the community you know the rehabilitation program it would be much easier to just say all right here's your sentence go on you know about your day and 
you know, you've screwed up, but instead, you know, they're investing not only money, but a, a lot of time into whatever it is that, that the person was, you know, prosecuted for, and they are trying to help them to get them back on a better path. And that's, that's a big investment, but it's, it's helping not only the person that was incarcerated, but it's also helping our community. And mm -hmm. I think that says a lot for, for Menominee. We see all the glorified on TV of like a courtroom and how the process unfolds, but it was um, it was nice to see behind the scenes that really these are individuals that have to uphold the law and the framework that they have to, um, but they're also individuals that care about rehabilitation and um, getting people back on the right track. You could call it a fun part or a not so fun part. Um, they get to go to the North uh, Fire Hall and um, learn about um, some of the tools that the fire department uses um, I don't know about the 21, 22 class, but this past class they got to operate the Jaws of Life. Um, they got to you know, try on the uniform. They got to go up in a ladder truck and some chose not to, some chose they, to do it. They got it. the Jaws of Life? They did. We didn't get, we the didn't get that. We didn't I get participated the with the Jaws of Life, but I'm not embarrassed to say I was one of the few people that did not go way up in the air. <laughs> I think we need a redo. <laughs> yeah, we we want the Jaws of Life. We want the Jaws of right. Life. But I did put on the, all the equipment that, uh, and that, that's, that was a lot. And I wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't hot in that place and it wasn't, uh, that was a lot of weight and I could see even on a, on a nice day that's 70 degrees, how hot that would be, let alone you actually have a fire or something serious going on ahead of you. So give you a real appreciation real fast how strong they have to be to care, you know, just have that stuff on. So. so strength, how much did they say that Jaws of Life weighed? Oh my gosh, I don't know. It was, it was not just pick it up and get to, get to using it. It was pretty heavy. And we actually, at our time at the fire department, we had the unique opportunity to see everybody in action so um, I mentioned before with like people in their passion but we were getting our tour and presentation and a call came in and just instantly everybody jumped to attention and took care of what they needed to do to get out there and see what the call was about right I think that's what I have to say about the Menominee Fire Department is I have the utmost respect for them we have um, an amazing group of people that provide us with amazing care um, we are unique in the fact that we have a fire department and we have a paramedic group that provide us with very, very amazing care and they collaborate very, very well with our health system. Oh, sure. Um, you mentioned you didn't go up in the ladder. Well, what if I want to be a firefighter and I'm afraid of heights? Can I still participate? I definitely ask the question. I'm happy to <laughs> tell you that if you have a fear of heights, like some people around the table right now, <laughs> this one over here, um, you, they'll still, you can still go on the track to being a firefighter if that's where your passion leads you. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, manufacturing is um, just so broad. There's so many um, ins and outs to manufacturing and what we learned this year was manufacturing never stops there was a snowstorm we wanted to cancel it's just safety over getting to work right but manufacturing never stops so we went our bus driver actually appreciated winter driving and loved it and was willing to do circles if we wanted to but we declined um, talk a little bit about the manuf manufacturing in the Menominee area with me we, we've got some pretty big manufacturers in, in Menominee, there's, there's no doubt. They're well known, not just regionally, but you know, I think it's fair to say you know, nationally, if not outside our nation. But um, one of the things that, that impressed me the most, and again, I'm a, kind of a science person, so you know, 
Cardinal Glass and watching a bunch of material get melted and move onto this never-ending ribbon um, was really impressive. And, and, and to get it down and, and it never stops moving and yet we're adjusting and we're whatever kind of thickness or we're of glass or product they need to come out uh, and adjusting as it's going I thought was really interesting. But um, yeah, it's uh, manufacturing. I don't think you realize how much they have to change. It ain't just a, hey, here's a widget. Uh, we're making widgets, and it's what we're going to do all year. We're going to make this widget. Um, it, just to get the raw materials and, and the process down as efficiently as it, it can be and, um, and trying to make your customer happy, which is, you know, in the end, it's the consumer, but the, the other companies in between, it's a, it's a big job, and you don't realize it until you start talking to people that are not just, you know, managers, but even talking to some of the operators, how their day goes and what their struggles are. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of manufacturing here in Menominee, and, you know, you talk about the, the glass side of things, we have the window side of things, we have Phillips Metasize, um, and that was the highlight for me. My husband works there, so it was nice to see the inside of that and, you know, sometimes understand a little bit more. So it's nice to see that we have, you know, the materials and we have the medical side of things right here in Menominee. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of opportunities for the workforce here. Absolutely. Yeah, I touched on earlier and to echo what John said, that <clears throat> there's a lot that goes into making sure that these products are here for the consumers. Um, and it's constantly evolving. And to hearing from the leadership and the manufacturing here in Menominee, they're, they're constantly looking at new ways to be efficient in that process. Mm -hmm. And the final topic that we kind of focus on is health and wellness. And Katie, you're no stranger to this area. Um, and sometimes we worry about, are they gonna get anything out of this monthly focus if this is their industry? But I'm sure you walked away with some knowledge nuggets that you didn't have before. Well, it's always a great opportunity to see other um, sites and other facilities and what do they have? What are things that we can always we can always grow, we can always learn. And you know, I've always said, the day that you stop learning is the day you better walk out. Um, you always have that opportunity to grow and learn and change. So I've always learned something. I touched on it earlier as well too, but the collaboration side of things we talked about in education, um, but also in the healthcare, like everybody's working together and there's so many resources out there that um, without going through leadership and omni program, quite honestly, I wouldn't have been aware of all the ones that are out there, but now by hearing out it, I can become an advocate for those to, if I think of an individual that might be a good candidate for some of those resources, you could, you have the ability to connect. For you, John. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now, so. Yeah. That's all right, that's all right. Uh, how about this? Are you using your yellow band that you got at a Health and Wellness Day? Are you at your desk all day? It, it actually is sitting on my desk, and I do, <laughs> yes, when I'm reading, I am messing with it, so I am at, I'm doing some, minor exercising thanks to that day yes yeah and health and wellness is more than just physical it's mental it's community we get to help with you know stepping stones and um, their food packaging and so it was just a great day of health and wellness um, with leadership Menominee the teams are broken in or the class is broken into teams um, and they have to do a community project. It's all about deciding what to do for the community, how to do it, let's do it, and then how did you do it? So what was your community project? Why'd you pick it? And was it successful in your opinion? I'll go first because mine actually goes right along with um, healthcare. Our group um, listened to a Red Cross 
representative speak. And so we decided that due to that Red Cross representative talking about the really the national shortage in blood, that we thought we should hold a blood drive. And so we worked with that Red Cross representative and we were able to host a blood drive at one of the local bank or excuse me, local churches. And we were extremely successful. In fact, we were still in the COVID mitigation aspect of time. So we had very minimal time frames for people to donate blood, but it was full. In fact, we had people asking, can we be put on a list? Can we put it, be put on a list? Um, so it was really humbling to see all the people that wanted to come out and help. And um, it was a really great opportunity and something that is super helpful to the community and surrounding communities. So, so our group, what we did is uh, we did a survey for the library. Um, we got there um, due to the fact that the library, like many municipalities, the county, the city, um, as many people know that the funding from the state has not increased for, what, eight, 10 years. So um, they were, especially if you include inflation, you know, basically the, fu the funding for the library has gone down over the last 10 years. And so they're, they're looking at a lot of different ways to cut costs and what they needed is more information on what the our, our public and our, our the patrons needed uh, wanted so we can make some they can make some decisions so um, we we did that uh, we, we and again it's an interesting who in your group it knows what and has what skills uh, you learn a lot that way so we, we did put a, a survey together that was uh, uh, gave the library director some information and uh, helped to make some some decisions. So, uh, our project supported the stepping stones. We arrived at that one because one of the classmates in our project group, Dana Neal, represents stepping stones. Um, so we took a program that they had where they collected gifts around the holiday season for some families in need, um, and kind of enhanced that program. So we partnered with the Walmart Distribution Center. Um, collected gifts and had a gift giveaway. I think we served around 60 families and about 130 kids in need that may have otherwise not received those gifts, so we were able to give back in that way. Um, I know we're getting close on time. I do want to touch base a little bit about Leadership Menominee Retreat. Um, we brought that back in, for the class of 21-22 after 10-plus year hiatus. Um, it's uncomfortable, um, but I think there's some great takeaways from retreat. Um, just a quick what was a pain or what was a growth issue from retreat for from the three of you? I'll jump for jump right in the like it was it was the growth is the the word that I would more lean towards that you take those it's like-minded individuals that are there for the right reasons because they want to improve not only themselves but the communities um, and you just get to know one another and you dive in and ask questions and you build a bond and therefore you can go through the program together sex successfully and grow together. And I think we were talking when we were getting ready for this podcast this morning about how. Um, initially, we, we all joked that we should have done that group at the end because it would have been a lot more fun, but I think our group was so close because we were forced to be together that first night when it was really awkward. No one knew anyone, and we all sat there kind of staring at each other initially, like, okay, who are you and what do you want to talk about? But It didn't last long, though. It didn't last long, and we were a really, really close group, and I still get text messages from my group members. and. It's really neat to have that collaboration that I wouldn't have outside of my profession if I wouldn't have participated in this program. Well, and I think sometimes as adults, you start getting to comfort zones, and, and especially if you're in your career a little while, and pretty soon you, well, if, unless you're forced to do something a little different, 
um, it's too easy not to, to yeah, you just end up growing and, and, and yeah, pushing some boundaries and, and usually there's some really good things that come out of it. So We were pretty, we were pretty, uh, goofy group we really like to banter <laughs> with each other a lot yeah. and I think we got we got really comfortable with each other and it yeah. was really a fun time I looked forward to my Thursdays yeah. with leadership Menominee yep I would awesome. agree awesome so um, as we close um, there's not just growth as individuals as leaders the program has grown we've went from 17 to 19 and this year our goal is 24 and so with that being said, the retreat space is now just too small for us, and so we will move to Hartwood Resort and Conference Center this year up in Trigo. Um, we are offering a new opportunity for two scholarships for class participants, sometimes small business. It's hard for that financial commitment. And, and who can attend Leadership Menominee? If you are employed with a Menominee Area Chamber and Visitor Center um, business, you are able to participate um, as a sponsor or just as a participant um, we'd love to have you join us. You can register on menomineechamber.org. And until next time, this is your crew from Chamber Chatter. <laughs>